Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition and helps you create a life by design. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and today we are literally going to talk about creating your life by design because today is the, uh, I don't even know what to call this. I mean, it's the introduction podcast yeah, for Tailored Life <laughs> Apparel. Um, I have my good friend, basically like a big brother to me, a mentor and now business partner, Andreas, I butcher your name, name Villalba. <laughs> I can't roll my tongue. Well, it's Villalba. Yeah, so. You got to be able to roll your tongue to say that, right? <laughs> Otherwise, you sound like the corniest white guy trying to say just, that. Just say my first name. We're good. Yeah, Andreas. Um, <laughs> but we, uh, we started Tailored Life Apparel. We are starting. So as you're listening to this, um, I'm not even going to say how many days it is. I don't know when this is going to air right. relative to it. But um, I will say that this has uh, been a long time in the making. And just to give a quick plug first, there's a link in the description. Click that. You can put your name and email in to get early access. So we are going to give early access to the audience that actually, you know, invest their time and energy consuming the content that we've produced. Um, Andreas has had a big influence in everything I've done shit over, I don't know how many years now behind the scenes. Um, and he's been on the podcast multiple times. So um, as you are listening to this, whether you're from his audience or my audience or whatever it may be, Click that link, fill out the information. We are not going to spam you. Um, we are not going to be sending a ton of emails and stuff. We don't <laughs> got time for that. Um, but we are going to give early access to those who put their email there and get on the list. So you will get basically first dibs on the first drop, which is December 4th. So it's coming up. You, you will get access before Instagram for anything. You'll get a password that lets you access the site. So it'll be password block, but you, you will get that password if you're on the email list. So enter that in so you can be in the loop. Um, but today we just want to talk about the origin story. Yeah. I guess that's a good way to put it. Yeah, the origin. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're going back and forth as far as, you know, what what angle do we take or what mm-hmm. do we discuss? But I think it's just that, right? And and I think it also speaks to the evolution of just an idea. Yeah. Right? From the idea to, okay, the planning, the changing up the plan a bunch mm-hmm. of different times, yeah. right? And then the execution, and then even through execution, adjusting whatever we need to adjust, yeah. right? Yeah. Man, one thing I know for me has been tough is like, um, it's always been tough, patience with it, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, it's one of those things too where like, and, and this is just to like let people know how much time it takes, man. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, anytime you start a business, I think people who are entrepreneurs knows, but anytime you start a business, there's so many more little things to do than you realize. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, let's create a cool shirt. Right. And there's all these little things. Well, and I, think, and I think also, right, to give the perspective of, we could have just, you yeah. know, we had the idea of just, well, let's just get a bunch of shirts. We'll, you know, do our own, mm-hmm. keep pressing, and then just throw them out. Um, but again, I think it's it's deeper than that because of, you know, which we'll obviously we'll get into, but the, the idea of creating quality, mm-hmm. producing quality, and going kind of the extra, you know, I guess the extra step, the extra level, then just kind of just creating shirts. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, that's, and right now, as we're recording this, we're two and a half weeks away from the launch mm-hmm. and the samples for the second launch are in production mm-hmm. about to be shipped my house. Like that's right. just for perspective. That's how like ahead <laughs> of the curve you had to be. And when I started getting into the, like the weeds of the apparel th- stuff, I'm like, you almost got to be like a fortune teller. These guys are making, yep. they're doing their samples for next year. I'm like, much. how do you even know what the fashion like what is going to be? Yeah, what's right. the trend going to be? Like that's crazy. Well, and I think again, it speaks for the power of branding, yeah. right? Because we see, I mean, I mean, you know, we've discussed a lot of the brands that we follow, and obviously, we took some ideas from different ones, right? But I think it goes to show that 
a strong brand can create the trend, mm-hmm. right? So even if you're six months out, you yeah. know, like by the time it drops, you're already creating the following trend. Yeah. And then that just speaks to the power of the brand. Yeah. You know? I think I think that was one of my big things too with like, you know, because at first, way, way back, it was more about the fashion. Right. And then this time, I think it was more about like what you're representing when you wear mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's, I mean, that speaks to the brand. And so like, I think it's cool because obviously tailored as a word is near and dear to my heart because right. my other companies are tailored. Right. But um, if you really think about like what I've preached with tailored life, mm-hmm. it definitely obviously spawned a lot off of what you've done with me as a mentor for years and how you live your life. Right. So it just made sense, tailored life apparel. And even that we had like hesitations. I mean, <laughs> no, really like more right, me than right. anything. I mean, cause I was, I was on at the moment you said it right. And, and again, we'll, we can discuss that a little bit of kind of like the origin of how it was, you know, kind of like your idea. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, from the beginning it's, and you know, oddly enough, it was through the, the coaching and mentoring that you were like, man, I think I want to do something else. I want to do like, at what point do I do yeah. something else? At what point do I, do I not put our current, you know, the current business in cruise control, but can I designate a certain amount of time to dig into something else? Um, and even that, right. It was a lot of practicing patience because you wanted to do it. You wanted to do it. And it was like, not yet, not yet, not mm-hmm. yet. Um, but from that idea, right. Getting into the, the name, right. Cause obviously the name is everything. Yeah. You're starting a brand and you know, the differences, the different times that you came with, you know, we, 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 we originated with Taylor life apparel and then we went, well, you brought two or three more to the table mm-hmm. and it's like, and then we just ended up back at Taylor yeah. and, and as, as near and dear it is to you, right. It's also near and dear to me because of the lifestyle. Yeah. And I think that's where it just made perfect sense that that's the angle we should go and, and really focus on everybody having that individuality and creating the life for yourself. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. Yeah. hundred percent. I think, uh, I think a big piece of being able to like finally do it too was just honestly the nudge from you because, because mm-hmm. you approached me and we're basically like, I'll invest. Mm-hmm. I see something in this. I want to do it. I want to be a part of it. There's aspects I don't know that you know. There's aspects that you don't want to take control of that I can take control of. Mm-hmm. So it worked perfectly, but it, it just made me think because there's so many times in life where people, they procrastinate goals. They don't take action because they're like, ah, it's not the right time. I just had a conversation with a client and, uh, and it, it's a, I don't mentor a ton of people anymore, but there are a few guys that are like younger trainers that I, I do still mentor. And I really like doing that with mm-hmm. them. And he was like, I was listening to this uh, billionaire talk. <laughs> I already knew. I was like, oh, that's a red flag. <laughs> right. And he's like, uh, he said that, because I want to say that my client, I think he's like 25, 26. And he's like, he was saying, you know, try, I think he was having doubts about his one thing, what he's mm-hmm. chasing and everything. He's like, he said that you should try everything when you're in your 20s and you should chase your passion when you're in your 30s. And then there was something else before 40s. And I was like, man, I'm 30 now. And I did it. Uh, you know, we started having kids mm-hmm. a little bit earlier than some people. Right. I was like, but man, most people have kids, you know, when they're mm-hmm. early thirties stuff, that's probably the worst time to chase your passion, bro. <laughs> know, like right? do it Talking in your about 20s. time and energy at that point. Yeah. Right? The, yeah. like the yeah. less responsibility you have is like the best time to dip, com- uh, commit a lot of time and energy. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of in a place where I was like, man, I'm, and it, it, it taught me so many things. Cause I'm like, number one, I'm procrastinating because I'm scared, mm-hmm. uh, because I don't want to negatively impact what I already have. Right the more and more I sat with, it, I'm like, this is just going to fuel everything mm-hmm. else even more realistically. Um, I also was kind of on that path of like, I'm so busy with family, with all these things. Like, do I have the time? I don't know if I can do it alone, which right. is why it's helpful that I have somebody to partner with. Um, but ultimately it, it was just like 
I needed that nudge mm-hmm. to be like, fuck it, man. Like, let's just dive in and do it. Well, and I think, uh, you know, a lot of times the the fear is obviously one of the main components of why people don't jump. But it's also the not having conversations with people around mm-hmm. them to like, man, I'm really good at this. Yeah. You know, you're good at that. Can we do something together? And mm-hmm. so, many, so many times, you know, and, and, I, and I've experienced it you know, a lot probably over the last two years where people are like, this is my thing. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to rack my brain over and over again to launch it when it's like, it could have already been launched. Mm-hmm. And by the time a year passed, it could have already been a level two if you would have just partnered with somebody. But obviously, you know, I'm, 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 I don't just partner with anybody. Yeah. Right. And there has to be that trust, the connection, and more importantly, just like the, the buy-in of what it really stands for, um, which I think is the, the first thing that I would always advise people to do whenever, whenever people ask about partnering who, you know, how do I look for a partner and all that? Um, that the value is the number one thing, right? Yeah. And obviously there has to be kind of a, um, how can I say it? Like a split partnership to where, you know, you're handling this, I'm handling this. And for instance, even the apparel, like I never thought that I would be involved in apparel. Yeah. I remember when I first told Amy, my wife, she's like, so you're going to get an apparel now? Oh. Like <laughs> from all the other stuff, we're going to go into apparel. And it's like, sure, why not? And, and, and it was easy to discuss it. Why? Because it's like, look, Cody's passionate about these things, right? He's a passionate about the designing and kind of getting into that. And I just like to build stuff, mm-hmm. right? I like to get in the trenches and let's let's take a yeah, let's take a flight to Mexico and just go visit some factories and see what's up, yeah. right? And and which we can get into that a little bit later. But again, going back to just the you handle that, I'll handle this, and then obviously we'll put the right people in the right places as we move forward. Um, but that's essentially what you what you need to be able to get something off the ground. Yeah, and I and you say some of that lightly, and and I just want to emphasize like I remember when you kind of approached me with it, and and to be honest, it, it was actually like an honor to me because people listening, this is one of the things I've always respected about you so much. You're you're very uh, humble and like mysterious in a good way. Like <laughs> I've known you for, I mean, shit. The first time I trained you at Vigor, how long ago was that, man? That had to been eight years ago. No, more than that. I mean, more than that. I was gonna say a decade, but I don't know. I mean, it was a long Cause time my kid, ago. Yeah, because my kids just turned eight, and they weren't they weren't around yet. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Nine or ten years, put it that way. But like from that point <laughs> until now, obviously, like when you're when you see somebody so regularly, and then you get into like a mentorship relationship, and I'm I'm talking like literally talking to Andreas multiple times a week, every single week for years. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I still find out like new shit about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because right, like right, right. you're always so interested in other people and, and helping mm-hmm. them and listening and learning. Um, and it's like, it just sometimes mind blowing. But circling back to why it was an honor <laughs> was like, you you said you only invest in, you know, like mm-hmm. things you believe in stuff. I don't like, because people hear that, but they don't realize how much stuff you have invested in. Mm-hmm. And like, I, when you told me the number at the time, I don't know if it's different now, if you've sold off things or not, but it was just crazy to me of like, like how many businesses do you own or co-own or like partnership kind of level with? Well, I mean, it's obviously changed, right? And, and I think, you know, if we kind of go all the way to the backstory is, you know, especially with relationships and partnerships, however you want to call it, it's, you know, I mean, I can go back to when we first started the orphanage, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and that was back in 99, 2000. And just within that branch of how many things have come off of that, right? Yeah. So from there, I mean, it's been four or five different ones that have come from there. And then we just kind of go through all of the ones that were created, left, created, sold, created, walked away, however you want to look at it, right? And for me, it's not even really the number of it, right, that that's created the impact. It's just more of the people that I've been able to 
know and learn from throughout that entire thing. Mm-hmm. It, even here, right? Like the, the people are, you can talk highly about me, but I can kind of spin it around on you, right? To where it's like for me to be able to partner with somebody, first and foremost, I need to be, I need to understand and, and, and know 100% that you're going to be down, right? And if it's at nine o'clock at night, we need to jump on a call, we're going to jump on a call and mm-hmm. we've done it, yeah. right? And if we need to push something to get something done, we're going to do it, right? I mean, we just literally just discussed 20 minutes ago about coming in after the first launch and literally packaging stuff ourselves, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Block yeah. out that Wednesday. We're going to come in and we're going to do it. So that we're for on a me, Saturday night when you text me, yeah, meetings at 7 a.m. tomorrow. And I'm like, I have a drink <laughs> in my hand and I'm like, all right, all right bro. <laughs> we'll be there. And I was there. <laughs> yeah. So again, the, 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 the number for me, it's, it's, it's always kind of been behind the scene. I, I, I don't even really focus on it because of the involvement, right? Mm-hmm. And again, the relationships that are built off it. And believe me, man, there's been some businesses that have gone sour, yeah. right? Some partnerships that have gone sour. And not putting blame on anybody, but just the lessons from those that yeah. kind of make your, your requirement list of who's going to be in that spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's small, yeah. right? And very small. And I think for, for the mentorship, the people that I mentor now that own businesses, that's been the downfall. You know, unfortunately, it's been trusting somebody, thinking somebody with somebody else. And, you know, even our relationship, I mean, we, we're 10 years in, right? Mm-hmm. So for the majority of people, they're like, man, 10 years, like, why'd you wait so long? You know, all that. Yeah. But it's like, again, it's all about timing, yeah. right? And I think it was timing for both of us to where I could walk away from certain things as well, create the time that's necessary for TLA, because it is, as we learned from, from, the, from the first conversation till now that there's a lot of stuff that goes into this mm-hmm. and we could have gone the cheap route. Right. And probably still done a successful, I, I want to believe in myself and in you that we would have still created a successful company, but not to what it is that we're trying to build. Yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, and that's the thing is like, for me, the fact that you, you don't have to do this. You don't have mm-hmm. to, it's not about money. Obviously neither one of us need this. And, you definitely don't need another business. You don't need another partnership. You don't need more money. You don't need anything. But like you saw something and you trusted me with it. Like mm-hmm. that's what the honor was mm-hmm. because you have so much experience and you, I got to imagine you can read a situation now and go, that wouldn't be a good partnership. That mm-hmm. wouldn't, that would be, that would be a bad business. That's mm-hmm. not a good idea because you've seen it all. You've done it all. You've failed. You've succeeded. Mm-hmm. And, um, and sometimes the emotions get the best of us too, yeah. right? Like we, and, and, and I think that's one of my downfalls and the majority of people too, right? That we, we want to believe in the good in people, yeah, right? And we want to believe, but so many times, you know, after a few months of just kind of taking inventory on the last couple of months of just business and you're like, man, I'm doing 95% of this, mm-hmm. right? And, and now resentment starts to set in. And now obviously the blow up is so much closer to happening because there is an imbalance of who's doing what, yeah, right? And I think again, from the early conversations that we had, it was clear, right? That look, there's going to be a point where, you're going to be doing the majority of the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, the design side of things. Yeah. I, that's, I want zero to do. I'll, I'll look at you and be like, yeah, that's cool. And no, I don't really like that. Yeah. But you're the one kind of behind <laughs> doing all that. Yeah. But then it could also be on the flip side of like, okay, now on the manufacturing side, now I got to pick up mm-hmm. what I got to do. And again, take the trips, whatever we got to yeah. do to get that done. Right? I think that's, uh, that was, that's one of the interesting things about business partnerships too is because it does go in waves mm-hmm. where like, in the, the creation of the, um, so the first launch, the shorts, the socks, the shirt, the crew neck, like, I learned a lot about this, but a lot of people don't realize how much depth goes into 
everything. Like, I mean, talking like the weight Mm -hmm. of every piece of apparel, the way Mm -hmm. the tag is, the way the logo is, what kind of printing you use for the logo because there's different ones, how many layers it is. Like, there's just so much. And then you got to get into the size of the design because Mm -hmm. I want it to look a certain way, which for us, it's literally so custom that we had to have people hand make this shit because... Mm -hmm. I wasn't accepting of like the size of the machine. I'm like, no, nah, it's not big enough. Like right. I want the logo on the back to be like fucking like in your face. Right. And I'm so glad we did. Cause it looks right, right, so right, much right, better. Right. But we even, you know, that, that supplier had to go out and didn't have to go out and buy like new equipment just literally. to be able to fulfill that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, um, there's all this stuff that goes into it. But point being is like, it kept me busy cause I'm working on it every day, talking mm-hmm. to different suppliers, looking at stuff, research stuff. And then, Done, shipped, here, cool. And then there's, you know, the distribution, the labeling, the packaging, the business, the, mm-hmm. like, how we're accepting money, how right. orders go through. Right. And there was, like, a, a, a little bit of time where I'm, like, I don't know what's fucking going on. <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> right. like, I'm going to send him a message, like, <laughs> right. I don't want to step on toes, bro. But, like, right. and in my mind, I'm, like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. Right. And yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you're, like, bro, we just this, 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 take over. And I'm, like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you <laughs> right. know, but I'm sure right. on the flip side, you're, oh, like. Yeah. I'm just kind of sitting here waiting. Right. You know? But And, and again, it's the trust, mm-hmm. right? The trust that, like, if we said we're going to do something by a certain date, it's going to get done. Yeah. Right? And and whatever needs to happen for that to occur, it's going to get done. Yeah. Right? Um, and, and again, it just, it's, I think it's the longevity of the relationship, obviously, that's helped us out. And more importantly, the work ethic that we've both seen in each other throughout mm-hmm. those years, right? And, and understanding that the end goal is to create something of value. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and I think, like, this would be a good turning point to kind of talk about, like, <clears throat> what is tailored life to us, you know? So, that that's, it's a big, big point of this, and, like, the reason we're doing it is, like, yes, I'm very passionate about clothing and fashion and design. Like, I love the creative side of it. Mm-hmm. You're very passionate about building businesses, especially ones that actually have meetings, and that's, like, the whole point of TLA is, like, mm-hmm. the whole idea is, is encouraging people to live the life that they want, right? Creating right. their own lifestyle. And we're not going to get into the whole stories because, you know, I've been on podcasts telling my story. Mm-hmm. You've been on this podcast telling your story. Mm-hmm. But both of us have, like, we haven't really got any handouts. You know, you had a rough upbringing and have done so much insane shit. I mean, from being a pro ball player in Mexico, mm-hmm. then to building businesses, starting with flipping mobile homes. Right, and then right. You have orphanage, <laughs> like, right. you know, and, and you rubbed off on me on the charity side. Like, I mean, part of what you're doing today is picking up tubs and tubs and tubs of shit that we're donating right. and you're helping us get that donation done. <laughs> right. So like we're constantly involved in that. That'll be a big piece of TLA too. But like to us, it was just so much more about just creating your own lifestyle. I kind of looked at it like, you know, when I first wanted to, and you were actually here for this, which is really makes it even cooler. But I remember like when I first got a job, even at Vigor and I was like, I want to be a trainer. It's like, what's your long-term plan? Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to create a website. The website's going to make money with fitness and nutrition. Like I'm going to like influence people around the world, like with health. How are you going to make money with that? I'm like, I don't know that part yet, <laughs> right. but I'm going to do it. Right. And yeah. I was 18 years old, mm-hmm. you know, and lo and behold, that's what we do today. You right. know, when I said I was going to get, uh, I was going to make my own fantasy factory and like my mm-hmm. wife just smiled and she's like, okay, babe, like whatever. Like, why do you need that? You have right. a garage gym and a nice office here. I'm like, I just have this vision, you know, because the life I wanted to live is that I wanted to do things on my own terms. I wanted to do fitness and coaching and stuff in my own way. Mm -hmm. Online coaching wasn't a big thing, but I knew that was my path. I knew that was going to allow me to reach more people. I wanted a facility to create content like this. Mm -hmm. Like now we're getting another facility, which is going to just be even better, but it's all just been like 
everything I envisioned, what I thought would be the path for myself. And there were so many people who just laughed at it mm-hmm. or like smirked it off or like, okay, dude. Right. And the best part for me is the people I see from high school. Like mm-hmm. I, we just went to this golf thing. Uh, actually, Taylor Coach Method sponsored it. It was like a, it was a big memorial charity event. Oh, nice. So we donated a bunch of money and then we gave away like a whole garage gym. It was really cool um, for like this raffle and stuff. And uh, I saw so many people from high school and I saw some teachers that definitely doubted me <laughs> and some of them in a negative way, some of them in a very positive way. And they right. were just like, man, like, well done. Dude, actually, I just spoke at that fire thing, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of the firefighters who couldn't make it is like he's the chief at another station. And I grew up with his little brother and his dad who passed away was my dad's really good friend. Oh, wow. I haven't seen him in... Probably 20 years, dude. Like, so long. Like, crazy. Because I didn't even go to high school with him. He's older than me. But the the union president of the fire place came up to me. She was like, oh, do you know Cause? And I was like, yeah. She was like, yeah. His exact words were, holy shit, that kid did something. <laughs> and I just laughed. And I was like, yeah, that, I mean, that, that makes sense. But it, it's just based on this idea of, like, self-belief, you know? Right. And just going, like, you know what? Like, I can, so I will. Right. Plain and simple. And I think, to me, that's what, like, the idea of tailored life is. Mm-hmm. And obviously tailored, and we're both into like the finer things, mm-hmm. but like not in a materialistic way necessarily, just like moments and like even like we wear a lot of blank shit, mm-hmm. but like the way it feels, right. the way it fits, like right. so that's why we couldn't just go to some place. Mm-hmm. Like we were like, okay, if we're gonna do this, like it has to be the exact percentage of material right. in the exact <laughs> ratios I want right. the exact weight because when they put it on I want it to feel heavy right. when they're wearing this you know this these shorts have to have this many layers like every little thing which is why you've been taking trips to right. Mexico to like tour factories so that we can just basically get more and more engulfed into the process mm-hmm. but like to me and then I'll let you kind of go but like to me the whole idea of tailored life in general is just like not taking no for an answer and just creating your own path because you fucking can mm-hmm. and you and I both have done that in our lives and it's it to me it's the it's the purpose of life right like uh, there's that i don't know if it's memento mori there's that one is memento mori the one that's like you can die tomorrow or you could die today it's like an old stoic philosophy Mm -hmm. but basically that's it like i can walk out and get hit by a bus and then what exactly so like if i'm not you know leaving and i heard uh, alex ramosi was talking about like death tax right so it's like even to that extent Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna leave a legacy way beyond money because fuck, 33% of that's going to get taken by the government when <laughs> right, I die anyway. Right, so I'm not going to try to leave, you know. Right, right. Yeah. But it, it's the memory of mm-hmm. me. It's what I've built. It's what I'm doing, how I'm impacting people. And, and I think about that with you all the time of how you've impacted me. It's like, okay, like, how can I pass that on? Mm-hmm. How can I impact people that way? Right. Um, and like, you have to live a tailored life to do that. So to me, it's like the brand has to be something that people can resonate with that. Mm-hmm. And they're either A, they're in that already and they need that reminder all the time like we do mm-hmm. or they they want it they're right. seeking it but they haven't right. gone there yet and right. now this shirt these shorts this hoodie, like you can put it on and you're a part of that tribe right. like you're 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 representing that thing mm-hmm. you know and for me you know tailored is exactly kind of what you said but also adding on the fact that not everything is going to work out right cuz cuz that's the other that that's the flip side that the the scary side as i call it of mm-hmm. business right that not everything is going to work out the plan and then what are you going to do, yeah. right? So it's like, you know, your idea was great on paper, right? And then you start executing it, and then it falls flat on its face. Now what are you going to do? Are you just going to, you know, crumple that paper up and throw it away, or are you going to shift and do something else? Yeah. So for me, tailored, again, agreeing with what you said, but also adding to the fact of all the lows as well as the highs, yeah. right? Because we focus so much on just the highs and the highs, and we chase the highs. But there's a lot of 
learning and lessons that happen in the lows, right? And so many times, you know, the lows will br- will take us further than the highs because we n- learn a lot about ourselves. We learn a lot about, in business, we learn a lot about the, biz- uh, the, the systems in place, the processes, and we find those holes, right? So for me, there was a point in time where I kind of shifted into, and I think this is, you know, kind of how the, the coaching side of, of, of what I do came into play was because, like, how can I help find the holes, mm. right? Because the holes for my personal life taught me way more than the highs. And if we can be perfectly fine with dealing with the lows, then what do we have to lose? Right. And I always tell people whenever they're going to make a decision, I always say, go worst case scenario. If you're okay with worst case scenario, then what do you have to lose? Yeah. Right. And so many people are scared of even thinking about the worst case scenario. And when we talk about dying and all, it's like, that's the worst case scenario, man. You die. Mm -hmm. You walk out right now you get run over. Now what? Right. Did you leave aside from financially and all that, but did you leave a legacy enough to where people that believed in you and trusted you where you're part of your inner circle can carry that on? Yeah. Right. So tailored life for me is more of how can we make people feel a part of something? Um, whether again, like you said, whether they're in it now or they're searching for it, because I think you and I have been there with clothing. Yeah. Like we feel we feel good just looking good. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and as cliche as that sounds, but there's so much meaning behind it. And I think when people are a little bit more real with themselves, we can see it just in fashion, in the fashion industry itself. Right. Like there's people that will go and spend all their money on a pair of shoes just because of how it makes them feel. Yeah. Right. And it can leave them broke, but they feel good wearing the shoe and yeah. the recognition they're going to get getting the shoe. Yeah. Right. And I think that for me on the apparel side of things, it was just how can we create really good quality stuff because it has to not only feel good, but it has to look good, but also has to last a good amount of time. Yeah. Cause you know, we've had discussions on this, how we've bought stuff and quality is not really there. It, it could be high priced, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that just because you pay a high price for it, that the quality is going to be there. Yeah. Right? That's actually something I've learned a lot <laughs> since we started sourcing. Shit. But it's about branding, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the power of branding that if somebody it shows it, you want it. And because You'll, you'll pay whatever you got to pay for it. Yeah. But then it, the quality is just crap. Well, and that's why also, like, we had to pay a little more for some mm-hmm. of the stuff that I wanted done with the material because it's like, mm-hmm. this is what's going to last. This is what's yep. going to feel the best, look the best. Um, and getting into the weight and all that yeah. too, right? I mean, remember we had the call and we found out how many black. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Like, it's not just like, I need a black shirt. Yeah, it's like, like, what shade of black do yeah, you want? Yeah, there's like, like black, blue, black, red, black, purple. And it's like, it depends on how the sun hits it. And yeah. You're like, I just want a black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, it is crazy. It's crazy. Um, so funny little story of, of just kind of like the, um, so like, you know, you look good, you feel good like that mm-hmm. whole thing, you know, and there was one of the, um, <clears throat> now it's kind of like a slogan. So when you order the stuff, you'll see it on the, the tag. Um, and I, and I know that like, I got to emphasize this too. Like this is so much more than a brand, not because we're trying to create something that people represent, but we're putting so much extra time and effort into making sure every little detail is the right way so that once we start selling it, we can consistently produce the best product. Because we, I mean, because being 100% honest, we could have launched oh, yeah. eight months ago. Easily. So, right? Easy. Yeah. <laughs> if we were going to go the other route. There's just so much more to it if you want the best shit right. to come out. And, right. and, and honestly, like, how you start is very important, 100%. you know? So, but it's going to be more than a brand because of what we're talking about here with this, like we're trying to cultivate into people, you know, and and there's going to be more than just clothing with it. I already know. I don't know what that's going to look like, but Mm -hmm. we're going to put little details into things that just add to the drive, the motivation, the help, the reminder, and keep people 
having that philosophy because even like what you said I, I would argue that I mean it won't be because you'll agree uh, but um, those who have the most highs it's because they have the most lows because you if you true like the most successful people have no problem learning from their failures and from those things mm-hmm. and it's the people who don't have that much success and that much wins and that much highs that say oh yeah that's like a cheesy saying like right. I don't have any regrets I just have lessons right. like that's cheesy right, right. and it's like no, but the most, it's a weird coincidence. Every successful person <laughs> right. fucking believes it. Right. But because we're trying to instill that into people, I think it's going to grow. But um, the funny story is that there was, a, I, I came up with this idea and, I, and this was where I was like, man, we should change the name. All and right. I said, I want to change the name because part, part of me was like, I don't know if it should be tailored because that's my thing and it's not your thing. And then it's attached to these things. And at the end of the day, like, it just, if it's too well, it yeah. represents it too well. The tailored logo looks super dope. And let's be honest, there's going to be a lot of people who are like a part of our tailored community mm-hmm. that are going to be buying this stuff. 100%. So it makes sense. But um, my idea, which is now going to be like a slogan and, uh, you know, we're obviously on top of like trademarks and all that stuff. So don't <laughs> people listening, but um, don't steal it. Yeah. We'll come after you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I had this idea because I don't know how many times Shannon says this to me, I'll like get dressed for work. And I like come out and she's like, oh, that looks good. Like, what are you dressed up for? Yeah, where are you I'm going? Like, I'm like, I'm going to work. <laughs> she's like, why are you dressed like that? I'm like, I don't want to look good. She's like, do you have a meeting today? No. You have a podcast, somebody special? Just Trav. Just Trav. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, well, why are you dressed? Like, what? I'm like, man, I just, you look good, you feel good, mm-hmm. you know? And I like had this thing clicked in my head of like, I always like, I used to always say this when I was growing up. It's like, got to stay fitted, get a new fit. Like, mm-hmm. that was like, go to the mall, going out, head to toe, like new fit. Like, that yeah. was the thing, right? And so, like, fits came to mind. It was like, man, I do this because I want to feel inspired to succeed. Mm-hmm. Fits. Like, I'm always looking for the best fits. Mm-hmm. And it's feel inspired to succeed. It makes sense with our audience, with the brand, like, with what we're trying to instill into people. And it just, right. like, clicked. And I was like, dude, this is perfect. So, although it's not the brand, and I don't think it should be, it is part of our slogan. It's part of our attitude. And part of our mantra, because a big piece of what we want to do, I mean, Andre has already said a little bit. Um, and we talked about this on the last podcast, I think you were on, which we'll link in the show notes for people listening. If you haven't listen to episodes with Andres in the past. Um, but you own two orphanages? Well, it's one, but there's different two branches campuses. to it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so goal, with... Goal is four. We're at three. Right. Okay, so like, and I don't know that deal, <laughs> right, right, but like right. the orphanage is yep. one company, yep, yep. obviously, mm-hmm. and then you have different houses. Um, it's not even a house. I mean, you got like a fucking computer lab. A cafe, like, yep. It's massive. Yeah. How many How many kids do you host? Or house? Uh, the big one, over 615. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It's, so, uh, it's insane. So... Obviously, charity is a big piece 100%. of, you know, for you. And you have to put clothes on these kids back, quite literally. And so he's always done that. And we've talked about how, like, mm-hmm. one of the cool things is that you have some connections in certain mm-hmm. um, brands and stores and stuff that we won't say names. But, like, you get access to clothes that aren't going to be on shelves because right. they were, like, one-offs that didn't pass. Right. But they're still dope. They're just not the ending design. Right. So these kids get, like, exclusive one-offs. shit that nobody <laughs> will ever have. Right. But we were taught, you know, like part of it is that too, is like, okay, well, this kid who is homeless and gets the opportunity to be in this orphanage, like we want to put clothes on his back so he can feel inspired to succeed. She can right. feel inspired to succeed right. because like part of that, and that's, I mean, even for me, like I remember, um, I remember every school dance, I got Air Forces because <laughs> the dance. it was the only time my parents would buy the Air Forces because Air Force back then right, they were right. like probably 80 bucks, right. maybe. Now they're fucking, I don't even know how much, but I was like, that was my excuse. It's like, okay, I can get some, I got to wear, wherever I'm going with, Hey, like we got to wear white because I'm getting white air forces (laughs) and this is the only time my parents will buy them. But like 
that was like I wanted, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That made me feel inspired to succeed. I always right. just cared about it so much. So that was like a big piece for me. And, and that slogan is just perfect. And then it just lines up with the orphanage and the charity event. Because right. like it just, this is going to allow us to do even more for those kids. 100%. You know what I mean? And put clothes on their back so that they can feel just as inspired to succeed as we are. Well, and I think, you know, tying it all in, going back to, you know, when we were discussing just like the businesses and the lessons and the growing and all that, right? It's how many people can we bring into the growing phase of this business, mm-hmm. right? Because I think, you know, one thing that's overseen when you're starting a business is just who's impacted by this business. Yeah. And not just financially, right? Because obviously every business has to be financially strong to be successful. And even though, you know, a lot of people will say, well, the, the, we're not really chasing the money, but guess what? Without the money, you can't do X, Y, Z, right? Mm-hmm. So that is a big component, but it's also the giving side, you know, which I think for me was one of the first things when we first talked about, you know, doing something like this, was just like, man, how can we tie it in? You know, is it, I've even talked, like, can we just start like a whole new thing? And it's literally just funded by TLA, yeah. right? Um, or or whether it's the clothing or food or whatever it is, right? Because needs are, are going to be needs. But letting whoever is getting the proceeds feel like they're a part of the growth, yeah. right? Because for me, for instance, just speaking, since we're talking about the orphanage, from the very beginning till now, it's... There's people that have been involved, and it's so cool to be able to say, man, I was a part of that Yeah. back when it was just a room and it had 10 cots in it, right? And it was just a cinder block room, and it was 10 cots in there, right? And now, you know, we've been blessed enough to be able to grow it and help more pe- more kids, but the people that have been involved with it, like, they've taken a little bit of that and done with it with what they want, but there's been so many that have taken it and now multiplied that, mm-hmm. right? So for me... The whole orphanage, it's 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 run like a business because it has to be, but it's also like every kid that comes out of there now is multiplying our giving efforts because that's what they learned. Yeah. Right? And being a part of something from the early stages just makes you feel kind of like you're 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 an owner of it to a 100%. certain extent, right? Yeah. And and that in itself is is invaluable. The other thing with that too is that and this is why it's important for us to share more of us and our story and like there's not that many brands that do that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important because when you put this piece of clothing on, you're in a way now held accountable mm-hmm. to the same standards we hold ourselves accountable to. 100%. It's a reminder, you know, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like if I'm in business with you, like I'm immediately bringing my standard up to what you do mm-hmm. and you're immediately bringing your standard up to what I do because 100%. as humans, we always look at the other person as like, I got to chase them. Right. You know what I mean? That's right. just how we work. Mm-hmm. But when you put a tailored life apparel shirt or shorts or socks or whatever on, our hope is that you know enough about us, our grind, our story, what we're after, what it's about, that it empowers you because it's accountability, man. It's like, I can't, like, I, if you don't want to live this life, if you don't want to be positive, if you don't want to give back, don't fucking buy a shirt, mm-hmm. you know? And, and one of the cool things in, in that, I, I want to say this with caution because I know people aren't always in this situation, but I also say this from a place of this isn't the first clothing brand I've started and I failed the first time. A lot of people don't know that. But, and I've shared it a couple times on the podcast. Like, I've tried this before. It didn't mm-hmm. work. I did it way too early. So talking about, like, why'd you wait so long? It wasn't the right time for me <laughs> right. back then. Right. I didn't know enough. The partnerships didn't work because neither of us knew enough. We mm-hmm. didn't have a system, a structure, who's doing what. And now we're both in a position where we don't really need this mm-hmm. to be profitable. Obviously, like you said, if it's not profitable, it doesn't grow. If it doesn't right. grow, we don't impact people. But at the same time, when you're able to start something with purely based off of like purpose and just meaning 
and you don't have to stress about the financial side, mm-hmm. it allows you to do some of the stuff that we're doing and right. give back more and like make plans of like, how can we let this manifest into something that impacts all these people? Because right. whether I make a dollar or $10,000 every month off this, it does, it, I'll be fine either way. Right. Like, let's make this what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah, I would love to make money off this eventually. And I will because... Well, again, I mean, anybody that says that that's not it is a fool. Yeah. Honestly, right? Because remember, they're, they're, you, chase, you chase multiple things, right? You chase money, you chase the feeling, the motivation, the giving, whatever it is, right? But again, I've learned from an early age that you need to make money to be able yeah. to give money, right? Yeah. And, and I remember I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about that, that it, it was, that there was like money doesn't buy happiness, right? But giving it away does, mm. right? And that hit me. And yeah. Actually, uh, oddly enough, I think it was Pitbull, not even joking. Oh, yeah. Like the singer actually, Pitbull. He, I've, I've listened to some stuff by him. Man, that guy, I yeah. mean, shout out to Pitbull. But, yeah. but I heard that and I was like, man, I've, I've, I've always almost kind of like been scared to say that because mm-hmm. I didn't want to come off as like, man, I'm chasing the money, yeah. especially again, even with the orphanage early on, but like the happiness that comes with giving, right. And anybody, everybody, the majority of people have experienced giving in some form or another, right. Whether it's you gave a dollar to somebody or whatever, it makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Right. So how can we just multiply that with the brand, right. And, and clothing to where if you put it on, you automatically know you're giving because yeah you know of what's happening with the proceeds, yeah. right? Stuff like that. Um, and just the feeling of putting something on, I always kind of equate that to or connect it to kind of like the motivation you get from, you know, if there's a Kobe poster in this room, right? Just watching it or putting on a pair of Kobe's or, you know, like mm-hmm. that in itself just makes you feel good. And you automatically start thinking about Kobe yeah. and who Kobe was, mm-hmm. right? You're not going to go and put something on from someone that, you don't admire, you don't respect, you don't believe, right? Just because to do it, mm-hmm. right? You usually do because you have to get behind one of the many things that that person stands by. Yeah. Right? Dude, I, uh, this is kind of funny, actually. I fucking boxed up all my Yeezys. There you go. Straight up, because I'm like, <laughs> man, fuck. I really like these shoes, but I can't wear them anymore. Right. Because I, yeah. I just, I like, you're a lunatic, bro. Like, I just can't, <laughs> right. I can't wear them. <laughs> right. And you know, I had like yep. six pairs. I love those right. fucking shoes. Yeah. Primarily because they're so comfortable. Like, they're ridiculously comfortable. Um, but, like, man, you got to love, you know, and I've there bought. Got, there has to be something there. Yeah, right? and I've bought and shit because of that reason and, mm-hmm. and not actually like that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I've bought in basketball shoes. I don't play basketball. I've bought, <laughs> I've bought in shirts of, of companies that are, I love them and their mission. Mm-hmm. But it's not my style and I right. don't wear it. But I'm like, I want to I wanna help that, yep. you know. And I do think, I think there's a lot of value in what you said, too. Because I think there's a lot of fitness people, obviously, that listen to this that, they struggle with the money thing because mm-hmm. they're like, well, I'm in this to help people. Of course we are. That's why you get into it because nobody's just like, I'm going to be a trainer to be rich. Right. You don't say that. Mm-hmm. But if you realize that, well, every dollar I make more, that literally means more people are being helped. The more money I make, the more I can invest in this business that helps people, mm-hmm. you know? And then mm-hmm. like you said, giving it away. I love that quote because it's so damn true. Even like mm-hmm. that tequila I just gave you. Right. It's like, I just want to give them a little something. And then I'm like, look, and I'm like, I'm going to get the nice tequila I can find <laughs> because the presentation, like everything. Right. And now I'm like excited for the moment you take a sip. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And I even thought about like, um, you got us that uh, stay at Suncadia Resort. Right. You know, I love that place. I think it was a, a birthday present or something, but I was probably going to book that eventually anyway, because mm-hmm. we've gone twice. Like, I love that place, like my little getaway, but like I enjoyed it more because I felt like 
I mean, like, I'm just grateful now. Right. You know, I'm right. sitting in it, and I'm, I'm like, I'm going to be more intentional about enjoying this because it's a gift. Right. You know, and now yeah. you could sit back and be like, see my story 100%. or whatever, and you're like, yeah, that's because of me. Right. You know? <laughs> exactly. But and, like, and, and I think, and again, that I think so many times we're afraid to have that discussion, yeah. right? Because we don't want to sound, you know, whether we're conceited or, mm-hmm. or too high or whatever, right? But it's like, again, the reality of, the, like, of everything is this. Like, you, you can't get what you don't have, right? Like, you, you can't give, if you want to help people out, and especially from, obviously, you know, we're in Seattle and orphanages are in Mexico, like, I can't give my time and energy every day there because I'm not there. Yeah. So how else can I help? Yeah. Right. And I think for a lot of people, just again, like buying this shirt, obviously for with the meaning of it. And, f- you know, obviously the designs are dope. I mean, yeah. not just because there are designs, or, but they're dope. But also the like, I'm giving, I'm giving back. Mm-hmm. Right. And that like all encompassing should just make you feel good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause every, like literally, and it sounds so cliche, but like it, it literally is to the fact where every person listening to this, if you buy a shirt, it is going towards something that is going to impact more people in the world and it's going to inspire people to succeed. It's going to help people. Um, as we grow, like we've talked about Mm -hmm. future projects when enough money is made that can like literally change people's lives. Well, to me, I always say this, right. And and I think it'll kind of sum it all up is you're buying into something that's greater than you. Yeah. It's greater than us. Right. And I've learned that firsthand, you know, even touring the, the, the manufacturers, right. Mm -hmm. It's just like, man, I knew certain things were being done a certain way. And let's be honest, right. Like it's, you know of certain things, but it's eye-opening once you really see it, Yeah. right? And and being able to make decisions of, man, that one's just a little too shady, to be 100% honest, yeah. right? It's a little, you know, they don't want to show us this room or that room or that room's off limits today or or we can't even see where the people, the employees are. We can just see the sample room, that type of stuff. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. But it goes to the understanding of the entire meaning of the company and the brand that we're not willing to cut those corners for a buck. Yeah. Right. But the buck that we do make is just going to go right back. Yeah. Right? I mean, dude, you came, uh, you, you voice memo me. I don't even know if you were back and you were like, uh, factory can do exactly what we need. Great price. Everything looks good. I just don't trust how they're treating some people mm-hmm. and, uh, we can have a conversation about it. And I was like, bro, enough said, I trust right. you. Like, I don't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it's still back down to the integrity and I trust mm-hmm. your integrity enough to know that that like represents who we are. And it's like, right. yeah, right. no yeah. questions asked on to the next one. Like, let's keep looking, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, we'll kind of like start steering towards like the end of this and, mm-hmm. and wrapping it up. And, and we wanted to just kind of really introduce what it is. I'm, mm-hmm. I know there's going to be more content to come out, obviously, sure. of like who we are, what we're doing, why we're doing this, all this stuff, um, our plans for the future and everything. But I want to touch on a couple things. One is is the Hourglass logo. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the symbol that we created with this, it's it's an hourglass and the sand is dripping into a king chess piece. Um, I actually have them made for queen chess piece as well. Um, but the simple is, is basically like your kingdom, right? Like, mm-hmm. so like life is limited, which is the sand dripping in this t- hourglass, which is the time of your life, right? And the sand is the moments and you only have so much time to create like a king quote unquote out of yourself. But the way I've always looked at this stuff and I've taken this from so many people, but life, like your life is your kingdom, right? And you got four pillars for your kingdom to stand on. And we always talk about the four mm-hmm. categories, right? There's a million ways to spin it, body mm-hmm. being balanced, business, power, profits, passion, purpose, like Everything. faith, fitness, finding like, <laughs> right. You can spend a million ways. A bunch of different people put a different letter right. and they're like, these are my four F's. This is my four P's. <laughs> like it's all the they're same. All the same. It, it, it comes down to your body, your health, 
your fitness, your nutrition, like how you're treating yourself physically, how you're treating yourself mentally, spiritually, your relationship with God or the universe or, or Buddha, or whoever you pr- pray to or, or nobody at all. And it's just yourself and your right. mentality, whatever it is, um, your, your family, your loved ones, your spouse, your kids, your relationships in general, and then your career, your business, like what you're doing on a regular basis to improve yourself from a career, finance, whatever perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the four categories people set goals in. Those are the four categories that consume people's minds. Those are the right. four categories we're trying to strive through. But those are your pillars. If you sacrifice your relationship pillar because you're so focused on your business, I promise you your business is going to crumble at a certain point. If you're so focused on your relationship that you completely neglect your own spiritual or physical health, that relationship's not going to survive either. Like right. you can't neglect all of them. They got to at least be on maintenance, right? Mm-hmm. So my whole thought process with the king and the queen and the kingdom and all this stuff has always been, that's why this tattoo is a skull with a crown on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it says live forever to leave a legacy and to live a life of purpose. You kind of got to have your kingdom in, intact. Right. Right. And so mm-hmm. you have a limited amount of time to leave that, that imprint on the world and on the people behind you and to, to keep that kingdom standing tall and to run, run your shit, you know? Right. And so like the hourglass going in the sand, going to the king piece is like, that's what that is. And that's right. why the, like the first drop is, is like the OG drop. And it's like, that's what it is. And then it says USA and it says Mexico, it says MX and then USA. And then it has some numbers on, it. I've been asked that a couple of times, like, what are the numbers? And it's my birthday, his birthday from a year. And then uh, 2022 is when it founded. Right. Um, and so it's kind of like the OG shirt, you mm-hmm. know, like, but that is our logo. And, it, and it's because everybody has the opportunity to build their kingdom, but your time is limited. And, and one thing that tailored life represents and we stand for quite a bit is don't fucking wait. Like just, right. we talked about at the beginning, don't procrastinate, right. just take action. Right. You know, like don't wait for motivation, mm-hmm. take action, get results and whatever it is that those results will motivate you. And hopefully this shirt can inspire you to keep that success loop going. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and know that whatever you spend on the clothing is going to something that is bigger than us and is going to keep growing. Um, and much. I, I thought about this when you said you got, if you never heard that song bigger than me by big Sean. Oh yeah. As soon as you said that, I was like, <laughs> I was like obsessed that song when it came out on repeat. Um, but yeah, and, and honestly, speaking of that, I've become obsessed with that logo. I mean, I got like a fucking ring, a, ring. a necklace. Yeah. Like I was like, man, anything with the hourglass, I already had it tattooed. I'm like anything I can get. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like that's, that's, that's what that logo is. Um, I mean, shit, we've said quite a bit about what the brand is, what it's about. And, mm-hmm. um, the first launch is December 4th. We got a heavyweight crew neck, a t-shirt, which is a, uh, a male t-shirt. Um, it's all unisex. The t-shirt is male. Um, and it's a, a long body. So it is a little bit longer than normal, but it is like fitted on the shoulders and the arms. Um, scoop. Sc- yep. Scoop bottom, scallop bottom, whatever it's called, where basically it's like longer on the ends. Uh, very, very small logo on the front, which I was very specific with. And then extremely large logo on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't checked out the Instagram, it's at tailored life apparel. You can click that in the description as well. Um, follow us. We're going to be dropping content, motivational stuff in there. You'll get previews of everything mm-hmm. and uh, you can see the logo there. It's, it's, it's massive for a reason. Right. And it's actually funny how many times I have to repeat myself to people like for the samples with right, the, right. the next launch, I won't give away anything, right. but I was just like, no, like I, that wasn't a typo. Like, I know, I know, like, I know, I know generally you can only go this yeah, wide, but yeah. we need to go yeah. wider. And I know you can make it happen. So right, just do it. Right. Um, but, uh, December 4th, uh, the t-shirt is that the, the crew neck is the same exact logo, no color. So, uh, we have our original colors, the, the gold and black on the white t-shirt, the gray overweight hoodie or not hoodie crew neck is uh, gray and black logo, mm-hmm. same exact design. 
it is an extremely heavyweight crew neck. Um, it feels like you're wearing a weighted blanket. Right. Shit's going to just go to sleep. Yeah. Remove your anxiety <laughs> immediately. Um, but really, it is it is a heavyweight crew neck. It's like perfect fit. It, it has that oversized fit. So if you go to the website, you'll you'll be able to see when you go to launch or go to order during the launch. Um, you can order like basically in a way to where it's fitting true to size or if you want the oversized look. Most women like the oversized looks. Mm-hmm. I'd say half the dudes like oversized look. Right. Um, the shorts are uh, mesh shorts, pocket on the back, double layered, um, big OG TLA logo. That's another one of our original logos. Um, which again, I may, I'm proud of the, the other one I had to get help. Cause I don't know how to use the software very well. <laughs> and I'm like, man, this, I got to bring this to life. This right. is a very difficult one, but the TLA one was, was all me. Um, and those are five and a half inch inseams for people wondering. Cause I know that's a, that's a big thing. A big so, thing. um, they're like not too short. They're like the short shorts for the guys who don't like short shorts. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. cause I don't like wearing short shorts, but those like, I love that that right. length fits right. perfect. Um, but ladies, you can wear them as boy shorts. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of women do. Um, and then last one, at least the socks, the crew socks, um, are just really dope. I, uh, I basically, <laughs> I'm not, I was gonna say, I stole some like info about some, like my favorite socks and created my own version of them, what I want better. Um, but they have the TLA logo on the side. So you can see all that stuff. December 4th is the launch. Um, you, you can click the link, put in your email, give us your list. email. You will get on the list to get early access with the, the password to get in. Um, yeah, man, anything else you want to touch on? No, I, I mean, I stay tuned, right? I mean, I, I think uh, the content, you know, obviously will get ramped up here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to do, uh, kind of show a little bit behind the scenes, you know, the next time I go down to Mexico, show something yeah. like the factory stuff. And then obviously, um, you know, we'll film something like the first, you know, drop we do with for, for the kids. Yeah. You know, them wearing it, them getting it, that type of stuff. Yep, so yep. it'll be, it'll be cool. Yeah, Travis, you didn't know you're going to Mexico. Yeah, by the way. Uh, you're going to, uh, yeah, website, tailoredlifeapparel.co. Oh. I think it's co. <laughs> yeah. um, the link will be in the description of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, click that. Again, you will get early access if you're on that list. It will be December 4th, so early in the morning. If you're on the list, you will get access to that. You will get the password to get in, and then you can order before anybody else. And if you don't, you have to wait, and hopefully there will be... Available. Some left because it is a it is a limited launch. We are doing limited launches, which means every launch is not only exclusive to this date, but there's a good chance we're never going to make it again. Right. Like uh, that's like our goal is to come up with something new, creative, and really, really exclusive every single time we launch. Well, so it's, it's a goal and it's a challenge too, right? Yeah, because we love that. Right? Yeah, hundred percent. Just trying to get something new and not fall into, you know, just carrying the same stuff over and over. Yeah, again. exactly. So. um Jump on it. TaylorLifeApparel.co at TaylorLifeApparel on Instagram. Stay tuned. Let's do it.